This week is brought to you by Drew's apology to Richie. If you want to, if you want to give to, give to Drew's uh, apology to Richie, tell Drew he's a wanker and say that he should apologise to Richie. Also, if you would like to hear Drew apologise to other people, please send your suggestions in. Welcome this week to the Curious Podcast! To the second most popular podcast in Jarrow with your hosts, Drew, Richie, Bree, and the forever special guest, Kimberly. Mm hmm. Yeah, probably, yeah. Well, I, could, I mean, I've already been doing podcasts for just another year, you know, but I think I've really, you know, I've really got the knack for it now, like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I am smoking a scarf, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, if I could give you any advice, Joe, it would be just be yourself, you know? I mean, if there's one thing I've learned from podcasting, which I haven't, but I can tell you that I am just so successful now and just so, you know, you know. So, yeah, I mean, anytime, anytime you want to ring up and ask for pointers, yeah. Okay, okay, Joe Rogan. I'll see you later than Joe Rogan. Alright, bye Joe Rogan. Bye. Bye. Right. Hello? Hello? Ah. Hello. Hello. You've been on the phone there. There. Who are you on Joe the phone with? Ah, Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan, actually. Joe Rogan. Hi. I've got a couple of pointers on how to do a decent podcast. Um, I mean, you, you can't you can't teach, you know you can't teach this. Some I people mean, are just born with the gift of podcasting. And just I mean, if you actually tur- if if you turned up for that interview in season one, like you were supposed to, you know, then you could have had his pointers back there. Unfortunately, you know? mm. well, for everyone else, the podcast world, I was just um, I was just born with natural podcasting that talent, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I sound more confident than usual this week, it's because uh, I've been donated quite a bit of money on the Patreon, um, which I will be sharing out eventually. I could, um, I could do with that cup of coffee. Mm. Well, well, we'll see what's left. Um, is anyone else here over? Well, it doesn't look like Kimbo or Craig are here yet. Mm. Well, before we go any further, mate, I owe you an apology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Fucking hell. Would you believe it? It's raining outside. I, I've got a fear of the rain. Uh, <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm late, guys. Right. Uh, oh, actually, have you, wait, have you started the podcast? Because the light's on. Yes, yes. All right, okay, cool. I'm off out for a break. Right, go on. Uh, I, think I've, I think I've got mushroom. No, I said mushroom last time. Uh, ooh, I've got, a, I've got a chocolate cake here from uh, Greg's. It's an irresistible. It's gluten-free as well, so it's probably going to taste funny. Um, I'm used right. to the bad taste of gluten-free. <laughs> right, no problem, right? Yep, I'll see you in a bit. Okay. Right. Let us in! Let us okay. in! Hey, Greg's arrived! Oh, <laughs> oh, the weather out there is terrible. Oh, yeah. Lobby kick! No! Sorry about that guy. How long the dawn is? Kim, was it you? That was Kimbo. I see, I get, I see it's Kim and Kimbo. Like, I just don't know who the one's the Australian one. I think he's the one who's the wanker who took me job. No, no, I'm the one. The one is to stop the donors. I just, I get the mix up all the time. Hello, oh. hello there. Yes, breaking news. Breaking news on my lad. No, wait, hold on. Sorry. Yes, I do apologise. I'm not actually allowed to say that. Hello there. Uh, this is me, uh, part of the breaking news segment that isn't actually technically allowed to exist as it stands for legal reasons. The Curious Podcasts are not allowed to produce the breaking news segment as it stands because the editor is currently in a bit of a tiff with us right now. For legal reasons that are in the High Court, we have decided to suspend all broadcasts and as such of breaking news. 
So if you get killed in the next three weeks, we understand that you may want to sue the person, the editor of the show, who has basically turned around and decided you can't get breaking news that could save your life. Unfortunately, you will die one day. And it could be because of your lack of breaking news, breaking news. But that's how it is. As such, I'm afraid we're not allowed to hire Craig. We would love to hire Craig. Craig is such a lovable person. He loves to look after rabbits. He loves to enjoy the laughter of children behind the bars of prison because he's been enjoying rabbits a bit too much. He also has such an intellectual and succulent... I've been told right now that that is the end of our segment and that we are being told to hand back to the regular broadcast right there. Thank you for that, Kim. Back to me. Right, so just before you guys um, finally arrived, I was telling Richie that I owe him an apology. Uh Oh, Last week, I... During the episode, I claimed he didn't say that the theatre was called the Ford Theatre. And after listening back, I realised that he did in fact say that it was called the Ford Theatre, and I was wrong. Oh, Richie, I'm sorry. You were right. I was wrong. Also, um, that little argument we had about the name of the Pat song as well for Richie's Corner. Yes, yes. Um, yes. I think I did. Po- I think I did say during that little thing that I was getting the lyrics mixed up. But yeah, it was. Um, yeah, you you were right with the name of it. It's it's Godston, Joe. How you would um... twice in one episode claim that mm-hmm. you were wrong about something when you were right both times. I know. I know. Yes. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. I mean, I'm not a petty man. Well, I am. In fact, I'm extremely petty. Yeah, but, but the, I'm, the, the, I'm so petty that I um, I think we might have some fan mail about it this week. No, you, you're right, though. You're not a petty man. You're a petty boy. Hmm. I so think you will call people that because you're definitely a man, Richie. Maybe physically, but not mentally. Did you just assume my gender, Joe? You did? I did. Fucking pig. Excuse me, but I am not a member of the police force. Wait, well, I'm bored. Anyways, guys, on to today's show. Drew is banned from speaking. Straight over to you, Richie. Um, nah, nah. Nah, we'll let him go first. Come on, then, Drew. Okay, then, let's go to Drusifaz, believe it or not. Oh, for fuck's sake. Come on, come on. Well, open it, then. I'm trying, I'm trying. We'll get the key. I am using the key. Got the one. Yeah, there we go. So this week on Drusifaz, believe it or not, um... Covering a story that I could have sworn I'd already covered in season one, but can I, for the life of me, find any reference to the episode where I'd done it? I remember doing the research for it, but I can't find the research for it. Ah. And I can't find any mention in any of the episodes that it was covered, but I clearly remember doing that episode. Uh, so it's got me thinking maybe there's a bit of a Mandela effect going on here with our own show, but we'll see. Um, so I hadn't originally intended to cover this topic in general as as a whole, so I thought I might as well go over it again, uh, see if it drugs anyone's memories, and then get to the whole point I was ma- wanted to make about it to begin with. And the topic is... Um, giants throughout history like in folklore and mythology of uh, different cultures and religions um so i mean we've got like petroglyph cave paintings all over the world uh dating back as far as fifteen thousand years which are showing giants you've got ancient indian mythology that have beings over 32 feet tall 
the Old Testament, we have the Nephilim. Um, and we also have the tale of David and Goliath. And Goliath was thought to be descended from the Anakim, who were from Gaza. Uh, and, and the name Anakim sort of made me stop and think a bit there. Because then we ha- and we have the Sumerians, Sumerians, sorry, who have the tales of the Anunnaki coming down and mating with humans and producing giants. Uh, then a bit closer to home for us, uh, there is some folklore for Northumbria and Scotland uh, about the Ettins. Uh, I don't know if you know any more about that, Kimbo. Kimbo? Okay, we've lost Kimbo. Okay, so Northumbria and Scottish folklore have the Ettons, which is basically a group of different beings, uh, one of which is giants. Uh, in the Quran, uh, they have the people of Ard, uh, who are a nation of giants. And then we have the Egyptians, who also have carvings and drawings of extremely large people. I am the world. Oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't realize you were in the middle of something. Just going in my starving heart. Okay, there we go. Uh, uh, yeah, I was I was calling out for you before, Kimbo. What? I was call. I, I was I was asking you before. Um, do you know what any? I'm going to say, do you know chocolate cake? Well, I'm I'm, I'm t- talk, talking about giants, and I was talking about the. I, I mentioned the Northumbrian and Scottish folklore about the Ettons. And I wondered if you knew anything in depth about them. Oh no, no I'm not aware of that. I may have been stationed. I was never been stationed in Northumberland. I was stationed up in Scotland, Scotland for scientific purposes, but never learned that part of uh, the lore of giants. Um, I think I know. I think part. I think there was. There's one story. The only story that I know, would be from sort of any Scottish lore, is the fact that the giants created the glades because they kept walking through them. Or that that's how the glens were created, rather than through just the ice age, you know, and the dissolving of water. Ah, water just getting rid, you know, geology and shit. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Hey, well, thank you for that. Go. Cool. I'm gonna get an oh. order of food in. Okay, just so you know. Okay. Okay. So then, like I said, we had the Egyptians who have carvings and drawings of extremely large people who were sitting in chairs and carrying what are called me- megalithic stones. Now, this next part is the Mandela effect that I mentioned before, because I remember covering this. You know, I remember doing my research. I remember doing the research about this next bit. So there's been over 100 giant remains that have been found around the world, but mostly they've been found in North America carbon dating of the remains puts them older than the indigenous peoples of North America. Uh, the different tribes within the indigenous peoples uh, have different tales about giants, such as the Choctaw tribe, who have tales of the Nahulu, who eat humans, which is supposedly a common characteristic theme in giant stories. And then there's the Puite tribe, uh, sorry if I mispronounced that, uh, who have tales of giants called the Car, which were a race of red-haired giants. This is the one I remember covering. Uh, now these giants, uh, the, the stories of them, uh, claim that after a long battle, they were burned alive in Lovelock Cave in Nevada. Uh, the, the cave was excavated was excavated in 1929. Evidence was found, such as a size 29 sandal, uh, which would have had to have belonged to someone who was at least 8 feet tall. Uh, There was mummified remains of a 7 foot tall female and a 9 foot tall male, both with red hair. And that's only the tip of the iceberg. There's been over... Now, even though there's been only about 100 remains found, You see, this is a bit of a discrepancy here. There's supposed to have only been about 100 remains found throughout the world. 
yet there's over a thousand accounts of remains in North America that have been reported. Uh, all of which, like the North American ones, all of which have reportedly been debunked as pranks, which seems a bit suspicious in itself. How can all 1,000 of them be pranks? Surely they either can't all be pranks. But anyway, in all cases, uh, the remains were reported to have been received by the Smithsonian. Um, again, something else I remember mentioning in the episode that no longer seems to exist. Um, and amongst them, uh, let's see, when was it? It was sometime in the 1890s, I think it was 1892, uh, there were... Uh, I think two coffins found that were sent to the Smithsonian and then nothing more was heard from them. Um, no reports of investigation released nothing. Then in the 1950s a freedom of information request was submitted by a researcher and the response that the researcher received from the Smithsonian was our records show that we got them, we just can't find them. Then, in 1992, another researcher asked and was told the coffins had been sent to them 100 years ago, but they weren't coffins, they were food troughs for cattle, even though they were dated to being from a time where animal domestication wasn't practiced in Northern America. When the researcher asked to see them, he was told the warehouse they were stored in had been contaminated with asbestos for the past 10 years. Now, there was a pot uh, potential light at the end of the tunnel here. Note I say potential. In the 1990s, the US government amended the law, uh, I think it was specifically the Repatriation Act, uh, so that any native artifacts held by the US government and its agencies had to be returned to the indigenous peoples of Northern America, which would include you know, the giant bones and any other evidence that had been turned over to, to the Smithsonian. Except that the Smithsonian was named in particular as being exempt from this new law. So I'm going to ask you guys, does any of that sound familiar at all? Do any of you have any recollection of me talking well, about it previously? No, I don't remember you talking about it. But um, <clears throat> I do know little bits about giants and stuff. Um, there was a story about, I think it was in Iraq, um, where the US soldiers fought a, a, it was like a 10 foot tall giant with red hair and had a spear. Um. And they eventually killed it, mm -hmm. and they transported it to wherever. <clears throat> um, apparently, that's like a like an official thing. Like, like that did happen. Um, but you've only got to look at like really old buildings and stuff. Like, all the doors are fucking huge. Like, I know. It's like everything was built for like really tall people. Um, but I've heard this theory as well that there was more. There was more oxygen in the atmosphere or something back then. So that would explain why the dinosaurs were so big and apparently trees were like way bigger than what they are now. Yeah. And stuff. Um Yeah, then like yeah, the Bible and stuff. It's it, it's I mean, even like uh in the book of Genesis it says that there was giants like on the earth before and after. So, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've read about that. Makes that, you, yeah. that makes you think. Well, is it another? Well, it's clearly like another race that's existed before us. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, this, the, 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 like you know, there's it's countless records right throughout the world. If it was just like one place, and yeah, only one place would have mentioned it, but there's everyone's got their own. Like everyone's got the flood story. Uh -huh. Even Mesopotamia had its flood story. You know. And again, Mesopotamia, I think, was mentioned in the giant um, history, but I forgot to mention them. 
so the, everywhere's got like different giant stories, you know. So it, it does it. The had to have existed, um, but especially like you know, like say, you know, since we're going back to like Mesopotamia, the Sumerians with the Anunnaki. Uh-huh. I mean, do you not think it's a bit strange how there's all these pyramids all over the world? Well, back in it, back in a time where we didn't communicate with each other across the world, it was very limited. It's yeah, funny we all had the same. Yeah, and data. it's funny you should mention the pyramids because that was actually the point I wanted to make to begin with. Is that what if the reason we haven't been able to figure out how the pyramids were able to be built? Was because they were built by the giants. What do you think of that one, Richie? Mm, well, it just it just seems a bit funny how like, like I say like we didn't have any like communication with each other. Yeah. Yeah, we're all built the same pyramids, the same dimensions and stuff, and. In certain places, um, I think the uh, the great is it the great pyramid of Giza or something. I think yeah. that lines up with um, Brian's belt. Pal- I um, I is it Pal- oh, I can never say it. Polaris, Polaris, Polaris. They we still couldn't build that shit now. Oh, we're too short. Too short, and if. I mean, have you seen the council? Like, just absolute shit. Plus, there wasn't about, um, like, all about giants and stuff. Uh, it wasn't just, like, uh, humanoids. There were, like, dogs and stuff. Now, I don't know if you remember, um, but they found a body of a of a huge red dog um, called Clifford. <laughs> Not this again. And uh, the reckoning was so big that humans used to actually write him, and it's all documented in books and um, cartoon series and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Richie, did you hear uh, about the one what was found um, long ago in um, Sesame Street? It was called, and it was like oh, the, the big w- bird they found. The big bird eye. Uh-huh. They, I mean, there's a common theme of really huge animals. And monsters as well. Yeah, just look at this. Um, my mate, like he was called James, and he found this giant peach, and he found Adam's a giant eyes. James and the giant peach eye. Jack the giant killer. I mean, oh, I forgot about that. All right, well, it's Jack and the beanstalk. Mm-hmm. What would you classify as like as a giant, or how tall would you have to be as a giant? Hmm. Probably about. I think the minimum requirement these days is probably about seven foot. If I do well, record holder like eight foot two or something tough like that. So would you classify him as a giant? I thought the world record holder was more um, eleven foot tall. Are they? I don't know. The, the, um, I know that there's the one in. Um, Oh, what is it? Is it uh, Ripley's Museum? Ripley's, believe it or not. was actually a record there of uh, the world's tallest man. But I don't know if his height's been beaten since then. I just looked it up um, on Google there. It says the tallest man was called Robert Wadlow. And he was 2.72 metres. I don't know what that's in foot. Or 8 foot 11. It felt like, oh, that's shorter than I thought it was. Because I know what you're you know, about. I don't think that's that big. <laughs> not really. Here's the guy who's not even six foot. Yeah, I'm not. I'm no, I'm not saying that. But like, when I think of a giant, I think of way taller than eight foot. Like, right. you're you're like more like ancient times kind. I of I think giant. like, I think after a certain height, you'd probably not look human ish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Ozzy's weird. We're not the like freaks of. You know what I mean? The giants, and we're just really tiny, tiny midgets. I mean, it's possible with evolution for that to have happened that we were actually all a race of giants and we shrunk. 
Because where do you think domestic house cats came from? They were originally big cats, like lions or what have you. But as they spent more and more time in civilization, especially in Egypt, uh, as they spent more time away from the wilds and more of people, they naturally started getting smaller with each generation. Well, I know that like... I know the likes of dogs and that got closed because they suppose leads to climb up trees and all that. Exactly. Dogs were, you know, they were all originally wolves or wolf-related and they've become, you know, like smaller over time through domestication, same as with cats being descended from the big cats. You know, so we've seen it. We've got evidence of it happening in other species. So, yeah, you're right. Why could that not have happened to us? Maybe we were giants back in the past. They just haven't found the evidence that we are descended from giants. Or maybe they have and they just don't want to tell us. You know, the Smithsonian. I don't believe anything to tell them, to be honest. Looking up now, um, obviously it seems a human. Um, the largest human skull they ever found was 25 and a half feet long, with a width of 10 feet from left to right. So, would you class that as a giant or a human? I would say that was a giant, eh? Definitely a giant. Yeah. yeah but who's to say that giants have to have been a separate species? That makes us think, oh, like in like, say, 100, 200 years' time, what's going to be the conspiracy of the likes of us? Maybe they, it's going to involve back the giants? Maybe. Because I think we don't know what the future holds. Maybe something's going to happen that's going to cause an evolutionary change in the species where we need to be that big again. People, we don't really know where we've came from. Like, yeah, you can say that ours evolution and stuff but no one's really got concrete evidence like you can either believe the bible or you can believe evolution it's like but it's like we've all just like ended up here and no one knows where we've came from well, it's, or, it's, it's you know story, what I mean the story of Chinese whisper as well at the end of the day isn't it obviously people are exactly. religious like this blokes walk on more he's probably walking on a puddle you know what i mean it's just obviously chinese whispers over the yeah. years blah 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 uh if you want to go the science side of stuff which is not normally mine it's kim's bit but like the people say we'll come from yeah. monkeys yeah. like often losing from no but i believe in that side of story because obviously you get different de- breeds of dogs or it uh-huh. makes a new breed of dogs so if i'm going to swear anyway no disrespect against anyone who believes in anything i would go the science part of things uh-huh yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, the thing is that religion is fixed. Science changes over time as more evidence is discovered. Yeah, yeah. It's evidence for science, but where's the evidence for religion, apart from a book or two? Then that's like, I see, I'm not respectful any listeners who are religious. That's just my opinion. And that's the whole thing about religion is that it's be- it is based on not requiring evidence, but just believing. Yeah, but you could argue that the Bible is just a really old science book. In a way. Yeah, but, but it's, know, like, how many Bibles is there? Well, there's a couple of versions of it, but like, how many science books is there as well? Thousands. Exactly. Oh, I think that's, it. that's just a different of ideas, isn't it, really? I think everyone's got an agenda. Of course and, I have. Uh, it's just whatever suits their agenda, I think. But it's like this, these things these days, agenda is like people just copy off people all the time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. With different aspects and stuff. It's like a trend, would I say? Mm. Yeah. So, the main question is that for Drusifaz, believe it or not, is do you believe? That the reason we can't figure out how to build the pyramids is because the pyramids were built by giants. Oh. Um, I, I wouldn't so much pin it to the pyramids. I would say it was more um, like suppressed technology that, that built the pyramids, I would say. 
but I think there was definitely Giants. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there, I would say there was definitely Giants, but I, I don't know about them building the pyramids. Maybe. I believe it's been very tall people, like I've just said, like eight yeah. foot, nine foot, where people are obviously smaller, will it be like what five, four foot? Um, but uh, giant side of things without concrete evidence, I'm gonna sweet to know. Mm-hmm. And Kimbo, you've been quiet. Was he still in a break? What? Sorry, but what, what, what? No, no. Hold on, let me take what's that? Same yeah, I, whatever. Uh Knowing you, knowing you and your conspiracy theories, and even though I've been listening to Daft Punk's uh, around the world constantly through your bit, so I have no idea what you've been talking about, but I'll say false because knowing you. Wait, right, hold on, I can put my headset back on. Uh, around the world. Uh, 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 okay. Well, on, that, on that note, then, that is the end of this week's Trucifers, believe it or not. Around the world, around the world, around the world, around the world. Okay, so what have you guys got then? Who's who's next? Who who who's taking where away? Um, well, see, I haven't really um. Ah, oh, go on and cue the music. Richie's Corner. Uh, this week's sponsor is Timmy's Tuxedos. If you want a tuxedo, give Timmy a ring. Alright, so we've got a couple of farm meals. Um, wow, your show is getting better every week. That's from Sarcastic Dave. Uh, Dave's wife, you owe Richie an apology for last week. Yeah, we've already done that. But yeah, Dave's wife, you're alright. Hold on, hold um, on a second, hold on a second, Richie. Doesn't no. Drew owe you an apology from last week? He owes What's you that? an apology for the Ford's Theater thing. I didn't see, I did not hear Drew apologize for the Ford's Theater thing. He didn't I mean, apologize for it. Dave's wife clearly didn't hear him. So. Yeah, exactly. I haven't heard him apologize, personally. Even if he has apologised to you, he should apologise again just to make it known that he has apologised. I just think it. I just think it would clear the air if that makes sense. I mean, I was. I was twice. I've apologised twice. You haven't apologised in front of me to Richie. You apologised for the first time. No apology yet so far. Like you realise that you two are now going to owe me an apology when listening back and realising I did apologise. Why is what here? But we went yard first because I was late because someone locked the door. Yeah, I was outside eating a chocolate cake at the time, if you might have, when you might have apologised. I, th- I thought yeah. the cake got blown away. I, I was dribbling, watching him eating that cake, so I wasn't even listening. Dribbling I was drooling for a minute or two. And then started eating it, and then Craig started watching me for some reason. And question it. Oh, oh, anyways, by the way, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Stuart um, somebody said to me the other day that I was dismissive and have very limited vocabulary. Huh. Okay. Uh, Janice, one of my friends, is recently divorced uh, and is looking for love. Bald, middle-aged, beer belly. I don't like her chances. Oh. Well, we'll see what happens, Jonas. She might find someone. Uh, Chris has brought in. Hi guys. I'm very insecure about my body. My wife says that she's happy with me, but there's a little part of me that says she's not. Well, it will be a good feeling, Chris. Um, you know, 
Dino's wrote in. Uh, they say you always find love. Oh, sorry. They say you always find the love of your life when you're not looking. Which is true, but it was too late uh, as I had already knocked her over. What a shame. If you really find happiness, and then taken away from me. Like uh, Cassandra's wrote in, I knew Drew was going to apologise. Carl, Carl's wrote in, um, you know, I was just thinking the other day, how times have changed, and how the world is a different place. Like, how we used to say and do things that just wouldn't be acceptable now. Like, for example, when I was younger, me and my friends used to like dipping ginger nuts into really hot tea. Now, of course, it's called bullying. By the way, you're sure as shit. Cheers, mate. Oh! Kevin Watersniff? The Sorry, Kevin. guys. Hey, whoa, whoa, the, the Kevin Watersniff? The Kevin, huh? What? Sorry, he guys. Hasn't, he hasn't written Sorry. it for a while. He hasn't written oh, it yeah. for a while. I thought he was dead. Um, Sorry, guys. I was going to write in this week, but I've left my oven in the chicken. Ugh. The Kevin. Oh! Nosy Nancy? Hi, just an update from Milk Street. Things have been quiet since the meteor strike. Everyone is too scared to come out their house in case we have another one. I can't say much about everyone else, how they are doing, because as you well know, Richie, I don't like to stick my fat nose into other people's business. Love, Nancy. Ooh, well, there's a can of worms. The denizens of Milk Street have survived. Hmm. Dun, dun, oh, sorry, ah. sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll throw that can of worms out. There you go. There you go. Hey, there we go. Sorry. It was sorry starting to smell, wasn't it? Yeah, it was starting to smell, wasn't it? Sorry about that. Um, Richie, it's not actually called Milk Street anymore. What's it's called Dawak Street. Called what? Oh, nice. Well,. <laughs> From what I've heard, it's just a smoking crater on the ground. But what I think's happened is, it's because they live on, do you know them cul-de-sacs where it's like a, like you got a big circle in the middle. So would it be more um, milk crescent now? A bit like Grove Street. Everyone knows Grove Street, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I don't know this for certain, but like all people on the news and stuff, I'm going to act like I do. So. When the when the meteor hit, it was the exact size of the road. So actually, no houses got blown up, just the roads missing. Um, and obviously they're clearly all stuck in the house because the council won't fix the road because they're fucking useless. So what do you think they on a council? They don't even empty the fucking bins these days. I know. I think right if we're getting half service, we should pay half the portlands. And if the fucking roads are anything to go by, we shouldn't give them anything. So, uh, so yeah. I don't even drive. Well, that was a strange statement, Drew, but yes. I think you should apologise, Drew, for interrupting Richie there. Yeah, you should apologise for not uh, for not being able to drive. It's not my fault I was medically disqualified. Well, it is. I mean... Like, on this show, we don't do apologies. I'm sorry, Joe, but that's just the way it is. So I would like an apology on the show. Sorry, it's not going to happen. No. Um, I'm thinking next week I may do some Chuck Norris facts as well. Because, uh, who doesn't like a bit of Chuck Norris? And uh, we'll probably be hearing from the street. From good old Milk Street now, then. Fuck for you for Chuck Norris, um, Richie. What's His first name is actually called Chuck. Chuck? Ah, he's actually... Actually... I don't know. Um, keep the other music. Right. 
Oh, that was Richie's corner. Um, Kim, how how's how's you? What's 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 going what? on? What? 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 No, Kimble. Kimble. Go, oh, sorry, sorry. You want to go to your seven hatch? I've got to stop starving you guys this rum cake, haven't I? <laughs> you all get drunk. Um, serving hatch. What about? Oh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, op- I'm going to go open, round and open the serving hatch. Cue the music! Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, th- um, that was not music there. Uh, that was just a hat company. Anyhow, welcome to uh, Kimball Serving Hatch. Well, I have been actually um, not in music or something like that. Uh, hold on. Uh, oh, there. I forgot that. <laughs> there we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, this week I have fan mail. And it says, from Chester Harper, don't talk about wormholes this week. Uh, I have a dingy diarrhea or something like that. Okay. Um, so this week, we're going to be talking about... Aha! Uh, we're going to be talking about... Oh, check this out. Check this out, guys. Uh, did you know you can get a whole chicken for one ninety nine? Yeah, $1.99. It's first correct. Wow. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here's another one ninety nine deal. Ten crispy tempura prawns, right? You get salt and vinegar, hot and spicy, original, garlic and herb, and chip shop curry. Chip shop curry? Chip shop curry, yeah. Um, what the, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Whoa. Is that another uh, bag? Yeah. Hold <laughs> oh, no, on, here we go. Hey, that, ex- that's enough to blow you away. Extra large, fully cooked, well caught, Canadian lobster. Fully cooked. Fully cooked. Fully, wow. Fully cooked. Wow. Whoa. Whoa, hold on. Richie, you, you, cats. Uh, what's like, Cats like cheese, right? Oh, yeah. Do you like our strongest vintage from Cathedral City? Cathedral City? 300 grams. 249! 249! What a ripoff. Here we go. Bronson, four pack. This is a four ten counts. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. One ninety nine. That's like a penny on a two pound. Fucking yeah. hell. That's crazy. Oh, here we go. Sirloin steaks. Sirloin steaks. Twelve ninety nine one kilo. 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 Fuck. Oh, I mean, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, oh, um, carrot cake. How'd you like that? A big signature carrot cake. You know, one of the bigger posh ones. Whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. Um, yeah. Carrot in a cake. Carrot in a cake. Oh, if you don't like that, there's also double chocolate cake. Which I imagine is like a lighter chocolate and a darker chocolate, double and uh, ch- wow. double chocolate, like two types so of that's chocolate. That's like two. Wow. Yeah, that's that's metal, isn't like, it? One, one add one, like. Yeah. Fuck. That's metal. Or oh, how about that's apple? Metal. How about apple and salted caramel crumble? Five ninety nine each. Five ninety nine each. Five ninety nine. You're blowing my mind, mate. That's metal. Five ninety nine. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that is genuinely. Whoa, whoa! Hold on a second. Hold on a second here. Wait, I want to hold on to the bench. Yeah. Oof. Hold on to the bench. Hold on to the bench. Coconut marshmallow, chocolate pie, six pack. Whoa, si- six. As six in one, pack. one more than five. Yeah, that's the number. Whoa. You ready? You ready? Uh-huh. I don't want to blow your mind here. Just brace yourself. Hold on to something. Yeah, I want to have to sit down here. Uh, right. Right, I'll sit down. 99 pence. 99. Not even a pound. 99. Not even a pound. Nine. Nine. Nine, nine. Uh-huh. 99 pence. That's how much. Yeah. I think that's... Me mouse, but they cotton. I'm just... I, 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 I'm, I'm disbelief. Yeah, uh, guys, uh, you can go get this at the Fire Flame store. Tune in this week to official Fire and Flame to find out if Fire and Flame will catch Mendoza. The Fire and Flame, 
every Fire and Flame Friday on official Fire and Flame and Fire and Flame 27. And, uh, yeah. Um, you know what? Actually, uh, Richie. Uh-huh. I'm starting to get the feeling I'm reading the wrong... Yeah, I'm reading the wrong script here. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. Well, well, I think I've handed over... I think what I did was I handed over my scientific order, my scientific thing about wormholes, uh-huh. uh, to the other person, so... I've basically just read the list of things that you guys had ordered. Oh, I thought it sounded familiar. Yeah. Because if well, you realise, that's I seem to like every one of them that you said. Well, if you want, what I can do is we'll have a Christmas special and we'll have some uh-huh. sirloin steaks, okay? For that. Ooh. How's that? Like? So we'll get some well, how sirloin about, steaks. I, yeah. How about for the, like, countdown we'll get- Christmas, you could read out what's what's on the menu for Christmas as well. Oh, that would be actually a real good idea. Like uh, mm. eight extra large fish cakes. What That's would right. you pay for eight extra large fish cakes, Richie? Come on, what would you honestly pay? What would I honestly pay? Yeah, would you honestly pay? I mean, I'd pay. I'd pay about twelve quid. But <laughs> well, I, let me tell you, I can save you personally ten pounds. They're two ninety nine. Two ninety nine for eight extra wow. large fish cakes. I saved money. <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Hey, you know what really people really like these days? You hip, mm-hmm. young, hip young kids. They like admirals, young, young's admirals uh, pie because uh, mm-hmm. that's a brand name and the kids all like the Coca Cola and that. So, how much would you pay for an admiral's branded pie? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd pay anywhere up to like £15. Well, I can save you fourteen pounds. One pound. One pound. Only a pound. Only a wow. pound penny. That's how much it is. That's uh, right. And you're right about the kids and brands. I mean, I I, I see the lad the day wearing a Greg's t-shirt. Yeah, it's, it's it's mental. It's just all about the brand. It really is. Quite windy out there, so some of the skinny ones get blown away <laughs> with the Greg's t-shirts because they only come in extra extra large. I mean, it might have been a Greg's or Bratma, but anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so. Cue the outro. Oh, I don't have outro music. Yeah, that's another thing oh. I need to negotiate in my next contract. So we're not going to do outro music instead. We're just going to have me bitching at the show again. Nothing I new there. I don't like interrupt you for a second. Um, has my DVDs and videos went on the shelves yet? What, what ones? Do you know the ones I brought out of a week? We exercise DVD in that. Oh, Craig does Dallas. Yes. I remember them. Hi there. Do you want encouraging motivational speeches, but from one of the Curious Podcasts? Ba-da-da-da-da-da. Well, of course, there are many people who do the Curious Podcasts in many great ways, such as Kim and Richie, but we all know that you want to listen in and tune in to The Great Magnificent Craig. Da, 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 da. Craig says many magnificent motivational things and he can help you in your personal life, like helping you speak to your own family. Go and speak to your own family. Craig can also help you in other magnificent ways, such as getting you into a relationship. Or shagalas. Craig has many other motivational theories and quandaries that will help you in everyday philosophical life, such as, what is the best television program to watch? Don't watch fucking TV, it's shit. Craig is one of the best motivational speakers these days. He inspires many political leaders, many established industrial titans in the economy out there today. And if you can't, and if you won't, well, it's too bad. You'll probably be hearing about it from one of your friends who will have tons of money because he's been listening to Craig, such as how to be successful in money. Work. So tune in and buy the Craig Motivational Series, all in the full pack. Listen to this random person who listened exclusively to the pack before it was released to the public. So guys, really, go buy really DVDs. Funny, yeah. please go buy my DVDs because I speak like this and I will motivate you. Thank you very much. Anyways, back over to you, Kim. Da, da, da. 
Hey, Craig, it's your bit now. Well, hello, guys. Welcome to my bit. As you can see, the rest of the show has been absolutely shite. So I'm going to bring you a conspiracy theory up. I'm so excited. Yay. Anyways, we're going to talk about is Paul McCartney really dead? Have you heard of these conspiracy guys? Yay. Yes. Yes, I have. So obviously the conspiracy goes around on November the 9th, 1966. He was replaced by a lookalike named Billy Shaz because he had a car crash. And it's always so being music. If you rewind it, it says Paul is dead. That's yes. all new information I've got for this week. Can you tell me more? Thank you. Yes. Um, um, oh, yeah, so, unfortunately, oh, I can't. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. No, no, go on. I, I was just going to say, unfortunately, I can't because everything I've heard, I heard from Richie. Wow. Imagine interrupting someone to tell someone that you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, like the conspiracy theory, you don't know much on about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like it's like grabbing the microphone off a singer at a concert and shouting, "I can't sing." You know, it's called doing a Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> so what I know about uh, the Paul is dead theory? Apparently, he crashed his car in 1966, like you say. I think it was a Mini Cooper. You wrap it around a tree. That's what um, I just said. You know, why, yeah. why would you say that? No. Well, so you start listening to more me, Dave. You make them all to feel you more, right? Yeah. Just, just, I literally just said that. You just have to see it again, don't you? Why are you parried? You know, this is why I have to bring these DVDs out to motivate people just like you. You know, I think you've been hanging around Drew too much. I think I deserve an apology for that. I'm sorry, Craig, but uh, I don't apologise. I'm sorry, that's just the way I am. Right, well, I, I'll take that apology. Thank you very much. Right. So, after he wrapped his car around the tree, um, it was posted in the papers the next day. But, the and then it was kind of, like, forgotten about. Like, it didn't happen. It was, like, there's a couple of things. Um, so, they replaced them with someone called Billy Shears. Yeah who won a Paul McCartney lookalike contest the year before. Um, and like, obviously when he died, like, the Beatles were huge. So they were like, it was a money-making thing to just put someone in there who looks like him, sounds like him. Um, but I think, I think the original Paul McCartney wasn't left-handed or something, or... There was something to it, and um, yeah, the guitar, isn't it? He plays with his aye, or now, um, or the right. I don't know what one, but yeah, I've heard about that bit as well. Yeah, and him and John Lennon never actually sung live together since. That didn't I don't think so, and that's what I got told. Um, I mean, don't don't hold us to it, but um, but Uh, it's like. There's like clues in the songs as well. Um, I think it's a cover of Abbey Road. Um, where they're all walking across the like the zebra crossing. Yeah, he's wearing no f- nothing on his feet, isn't he? That's right, aye. Which uh, did they do that or something when you in a coffin or something? Something like that. They didn't put shoes on him. Um, the holding a cigarette, pointing down, which would yes. indicate he's dead. Um, sorry, I'm just reading up while you're talking. Sorry, Richie. All right, the cover of Sergeant Pepper. It basically looks like a load of reefs and stuff. Like a, uh, I can't, I can't remember exactly on that one, but Paul looks a bit different on that one as well. Um, and there's one of the songs I know that if you play it backwards, it says Paul's dead. Um. Oh. I can't remember what song it is, but uh, but there's just loads of little clues and stuff. Um, number nine, if, number nine. If you, uh, if you play it backwards, 
Yeah, we said album spin number nine into from revolution and backwards. It says that turn me on, I'm dead. No, that's where you can turn me on, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a dead man. Then it's another one, Strawberry Fields forever. John yeah. says I buried Paul. Well, Ooh. you know, so loads of things under it. And apparently, uh, I'm so tired and play backwards at the end is Paul is a dead man. Miss him, miss him, miss him. Hmm. You remember um, his ex-wife? Uh, oh, what was she called, man? The one... She had a false leg. Aye, what was she called? Oh, um, fuck. What, you said the one with who only had one leg? Heather Mills. Aye, Heather Mills. Aye. Well, apparently, she knew... Obviously, she's married to him. Um, she was going to expose him. And apparently that's why she got so much shit in the media. Like, because it did really fucking bully Ali. Like, when you look back, it was pretty harsh. Um, And she, yeah, she said, like, on an interview once, that if people really knew who he was, they, they'd be shocked. So whether that means he's the right article or he's not the real Paul McCartney. You know what I mean? No. Uh. It's like loads of pictures though, isn't it, as well, where it's like being like the difference between obviously the car crash and afterwards. Mm-hmm. I know obviously I mean like this comparing if like ER sizes, like you see the guitars you used to play with the right or left, whatever angle it was at. It's so it's well they try to downplay it every time, don't they? Yeah. But uh, I honestly do believe like that that has happened. Like you see back in the sixties, what the massive weren't they beat mm-hmm. mania and that for so they're not gonna just come out and go, Yeah, yeah, I one of my main thingies. He was a main songwriter, wasn't he, him and John? Yeah. Um, so they're not going to say that. So if it did happen, yeah, not, you know what I mean? So they're going to try to get look alike. I mean, for a record label who sees them as just PR money and business, it would take nothing to just replace someone. Do you know what I mean? I'll tell you what's a funny story. How It's not like it's talk about lookalikes and that. Have you ever heard that one about Dolly Parton? I think it's Dolly no. Parton. Where she went in a like, uh, lookalike contest. It was like for her, obviously Dolly Parton. <laughs> I think it's Dolly Parton. Don't get us wrong. Oh. And she came third. Yeah, I, and she was actually... <laughs> I, I heard about it. I didn't hear yeah, that she was third. All I heard was that she lost in her, in her own lookalike contest. That's mad. Personally, on my view of this, um, I think the Beatles were overrated anyways. I don't know about you guys, like. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, I like I, them. I've, I've never really been, like, a Beatles fan, uh, so I probably agree that, in that respect, that they're overrated. Probably in the same way that Nirvana's overrated. Yeah, but it's a big difference between Nirvana and frickin' the Beatles, isn't it? <laughs> well, you know, one side of the car crashed, the other one shot his head brains out. I think um, with the Beatles, though, I think it's obviously the changes of times of music and all that. That's why the reason they were massive, obviously, because they brought It'd out be different. Football you know. now. Well, they brought this bad new song, haven't they? Um, which is absolutely terrible. I don't know what's called. Obviously, they got like um, I think John wrote it in his voice, but they couldn't do it for years because it was broken. Uh-huh. A record, I think. So they brought this new song out now at the minute, um, which is absolutely terrible, by the way. And obviously, uh-huh. tune up with charts because it's the Beatles. Um, but would it be that high if it wasn't the Beatles? You know what I mean? Nah, so definitely not. It's like the pain for the name, not for the not for the product. It was just new. I think. I, I mean, don't get us wrong. I do like them. I have got some good songs, but some people say they're the best band of all time. I wouldn't go that far. No, no. But they are good. But uh, I think it was just like. Music wasn't all. I mean, yeah, it was. It was about. It was good, but it's, it changed after the Beatles, didn't it? Like you didn't see all them crowds of screaming people for fucking. I don't even know who it was about. You see these days as well. The like recent history, like well, like so One Direction, and people, the crowd, especially of noticed regular women, they go wild over. I know. It's like, I remember um, my stepmom um, going, she's when it goes saying in Greek, no, it was um, Westlife. 
And you know, you get the women in the crowd, and I remember seeing my dad and that, oh, look at her, look at her big And he's like, oh my God, they're beating millions. I mean, you're not going to just mm-hmm. stare at you, you know what I mean? Get a grip of yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but when we are the, the world looking at me, dad. <laughs> well, I could quite believe that, actually. But uh, if anyone listening, uh, Craig's dad is a hunk of a manly. Oh, no, he starts to get called Sexy Keith by um, now. So it's just ridiculous. Yes, I. No, that's a different Keith. It's, it's just a shame, right? That I look like me fucking mother, isn't it? Oh, look at your dad. He's actually handsome. He has made us like, oh. Oh, I'm Craig. Uh, I'm really sorry, Matt, if you listen to this, but you won't be. But yeah, yeah, be, yeah. <laughs> so, which side of the family did you get? Did you get the ginger gene from then? Oh, that Is was from me. Um, that was me. Great, 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 great granddad called absolutely drewsawanka.com. Awesome. Well, Craig's great great uncle was a, a red haired giant. Um, yeah. Craig's mutation. He was, my, uncle, my uncle was only five foot four. He was called a giant. Aye. Because everyone else around him was really small. So he was a, a white bully as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. all I know about about the uh Oh, there is one more thing though about Paul McCartney. There's a I think he's on Jonathan Ross and as he sits down to start the interview he makes the um the all C and I sign with his hand, like the Illuminati. Could send you that. What about the Illuminati? Isn't it like we we're talking about the pyramids earlier? Has that got something to do with the um, Illuminati too? Like connection. Yeah, they're all saying I. Yeah, it's like like on like American currency, how they've got the pyramid with the all saying I at the top. That's so yeah, out. yeah, that's so we're just gonna break out of my bit now because that was like maybe for a week. Uh it's really everyone has you can say guys. So I don't know. I think this is the end of the show, but how we're gonna end it is up the drill. Why has it got to be up to me? So, Craig, tell us in your motivational speeches, how do you end and turn off technology? You normally end it like this.